Hello, my name is Chris Hemmings, Global Head of Corporate Finance, and I'm joined today to talk about growth markets by John Dwyer, Global Head of Deals, and Alistair Rimmer, Global Head of Strategy. Every CEO today is concerned about their growth strategy, and all of the corporates we speak to around our corporate finance network are focused on understanding how they can penetrate growth markets to generate incremental top-line growth. Few of them are successful and none of them are finding it easy. So John, perhaps you could take us through some of the background to the paper. Well, as you know, Chris, companies have two ways of growing. There's organic growth, which is tough to do, and then there's acquisitions. And emerging stroke growth markets are absolutely key to the acquisition strategy. And we have a wealth of knowledge within PwC and indeed by reference to our clients. So what do we do? We interviewed 20 to 30 of our very, very top clients who between them have done over 100 deals in growth markets. And we talked to them about the issues that they faced. We added to our team deal partners in each of the growth territories that we looked at. So we had a wealth of knowledge on the ground about the experiences in the likes of India, Brazil, China, etc. And then we looked at about 200 deals where we had identified problems and we looked at those problems in terms of how do you categorize them and we discussed them with the interviewees from the corporates etc and what was absolutely key from all of it is there are some very common themes both pre and post deal in terms of how problems and indeed opportunities arise from your perspective what are some of the most significant issues that are coming out of that paper about accessing growth markets well you know what what we looked at and we categorized into two parts pre deal and post deal. And what was surprising to us was that some 50 to 60% of the deals that we looked at that had gone into advanced diligence stage didn't make it over the line. Mm. A significant investment in time, money, and otherwise opportunity cost and resource that could be used mm. elsewhere. Secondly, we looked at a number of deals where financial information was readily available post deal to tell us how some of these problem areas had resolved themselves. And it won't surprise you, there isn't financial information available for everything, but we found about 10 to 15 deals where you could dig deep. And what that told us was at least 50% of the original investment was lost. But even with the pre and post deal, what was also important was reputations were at stake. Mm. And spending a lot of time pre-deal and not getting over the line, or indeed losing money post-deal, was a big issue for the CEO and indeed the shareholders. Alistair, clearly many companies are finding it hard to access these growth markets. What are the big strategic risks they're facing? I think pre-deal, the, the biggest risk, and this will come as no surprise to you, Chris, is, is one of valuation. So that was something that came out very strongly from, from the research we did. But the other issues that came out pre-deal was information and local business practices. And on information, it wasn't just the quality of information, it's also the quantity of it. If you turn to post-deal, the issues that came out strongly there are partnering, having the right partner in place and relationships with government. Partnering is an interesting one because in many of these markets, regulations force corporates to enter into partnerships. How can they manage the risks better around those partner issues? Something we identify from the research is those that tend to do well on the partnering front are those that invest significant time in it. So instead of just going with the first partner that's available, having people on the ground, doing diligence in terms of who are the potential partners out there, and working out those who have a cultural fit and also have aligned objectives throughout the, the JV, not just at the start of the deal, but in terms of where they want that JV to get to. John, you mentioned earlier some of the 
common themes that, are, that, that exist uh, amongst the corporates attacking these markets. To your mind, the most successful ones, what are they doing to manage these risks? Well, I would point to three fairly common themes that we came across. The first is you must understand the strategic rationale about why you want to invest in that particular territory and why you want to invest in that industry in that territory. It is absolutely critical that that review is done up front and is not done following a phone call regarding an opportunity in Brazil or an opportunity in China. So investing resource into the strategic thinking up front is really critical. There are a wide range of growth markets. Outside the BRICS, we have a number of, number of them, not least Mexico, which is emerging as a very interesting opportunity. You need to prioritize them. There are too many growth markets for every company to feel they can tackle them. So therefore, spending some time thinking through what are the growth markets that are relevant for your specific company, and indeed why those markets are relevant is key. And finally, you've got to be there. You've got to spend some time pre-deal, You've got to spend some time working with partners, as Alistair has said, and you've got to submerge yourself in the culture and understand how the country works. Alistair, will you add anything else to that? Yeah, I'd reinforce the importance of being there and building up the right network as well. So as well as being there yourself, I think it's a case of choosing your local advisors who have local knowledge um, and also really f focusing on the key issues on the deal. So it's separating the wheat from the chaff. It's understanding which are the deal breakers and making sure you can resolve those up front. John, clearly the opportunity here for corporates is enormous. Many of them are, are struggling to take advantage of it. What's the, what are the key messages you want to leave with a CEO? I think the key messages are there remains fantastic opportunities in growth markets. It's absolutely got to be on every CEO's agenda. There are a number of new growth markets emerging and therefore it's important you've got to be clear where you want to go. However, there were a number of common themes around why deals did not work. And they were very simple. And they revolved around making sure you work with the right local partners, spending time in the country before you do a deal, understanding very clearly and strategically why you want to do a deal. And remembering that culturally it's different. You've got to be patient, you've got to work with local people, and you've got to be sympathetic to things that perhaps are not in existence in your own territory. So you've got to listen and be flexible. Thank you, John. Thank you, Alistair. Um, based on my experience um, of talking to corporates across the world, uh, I endorse all of the findings that John and Alistair have just talked through. Uh, in my experience, the most successful uh, corporates entering growth markets are those that have highly prioritise the markets they're going into. They have then channeled their management and capital investment in accordance with those prioritisations. And they've used the knowledge they've gained to really flex their business model to suit that local environment. Thank you.